Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we will discuss the college football history of the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma Sooners college football history is synonymous with dynasties, national championships, Heisman Trophy winners, epic games, and all-time great players. Seven national championships, seven Heisman Trophy winners, three legendary coaches, one defensive-led upset in the Orange Bowl to propel a national championship, one game of the century, one loss that derailed the longest winning streak in NCAA Division I history, one loss that defied imagination, one tie to precede the longest winning streak in NCAA history, one undefeated untied team that came storming out of the gates, two teams that were first in the nation in scoring and second in scoring defense, one team that was arguably the greatest one-loss team in the history of college football, one wishbone attack that propelled the national championship, one split D formation in its prime, one NCAA record-setting running back, one Hall of Fame defensive end, three Heisman Trophy winning running backs, four Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks, one Red River Classic, one season of shutouts, one back-to-back games that topped the century mark, two games scoring over 150 points, 47 wins in a row, one foe that bookended a 48-game non-losing streak, three brother All-Americans on the defensive line, and of course the Conestoga Wagon and its ponies. First season, 1895. National Championship, 7. 1950, 1955. 1956, 1974, 1975, 1985, and 2000. Heisman Trophy winners, 7. Billy Vessels, 1952. Steve Owens, 1969. Billy Sims, 1978. Jason White, 145 wins, 29 losses, and 4 ties, and 182.6% of his games. Legendary coach Bud Wilkinson's version of the Sooners were arguably the greatest dynasty in modern college football history. Hired as a 31-year-old coach, coach Bud Wilkinson unleashed a modified split-T formation that took the country unaware. His Sooner teams were outright staggering, as were his numbers. Three national championships, a 37-game winning streak only to be followed by an NCAA record 47-game winning streak that spanned five years, 1953 to 1957. Coach Wilkinson's innovation, the modified split-T formation, was simple in construct. As the play unfolded, the defender was forced to make a choice and then commit. In turn, the quarterback reacted and either pitched the ball or kept the ball, based on the read. The nation had never witnessed such an offense, But after a 31-game and then a 47-game winning streak, the nation took notice. It was the birth of option football. Bud Wilkinson was the 1949 AFCA Coach of the Year. Bud Wilkinson is in the College Football Hall of Fame. But special attention must be paid to two other coaches. Chuck Fairbanks, 1967-1972. 55 wins, 15 losses, and one tie, and won 77.2% of his games. In his six years at Oklahoma, legendary coach Fairbanks' version of the Sooners posted two 10-win seasons, 10-1 and 10-0-1, two 11-win seasons, both 11-1, and and never posted a losing season. His 1971 team finished number two in the final AP poll, losing only once in the game of the century to the Nebraska Cornhuskers, who were the national champions. His 1971 team had perhaps the most explosive running game in the history of college football, averaging 472 yards per game, 6.6 yards per carry. Chuck Fairbanks 
was the 1971 Sporting News Coach of the Year. And then there was Barry Switzer, 1973 to 1988, 157 wins, 29 losses, and 4 ties, and won 83.7% of his games. Legendary coach Barry Switzer's version of the Sooners stormed out of the gates as they did not lose a game until the ninth week of his third season, undefeated in the first 30 games, going 29-0-1, with a 28-game winning streak that included back-to-back national championships in 1974 and 1975. His version of the wishbone attack was nothing short of devastating. In a 10-year span that started in 1973, Coach Switzer's wishbone offense rushed for an average of 357.2 yards per game. In 1985, Coach Switzer added a third national championship to his legacy. Barry Switzer was the 1973 Sporting News Coach of the Year and the 1974 Walter Camp Coach of the Year. Barry Switzer is in the College Football Hall of Fame. Most stunning win. Oklahoma 13, Florida State 2, January 3, 2001, Orange Bowl. Number 1 Oklahoma entered the game 12-0, undefeated, untied, and a 10-point underdog to number 3 Florida State, who entered the game 11-1. See, the Sooners entered the game barely escaping with wins over Texas A&M, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State. The Seminoles won their final six games by an average margin of 37 points. After a 6-0 Sooner halftime lead, the stout Sooner defense closed the deal in the fourth quarter as linebacker Rocky Kalmus forced a fumble and safety Roy Williams recovered it to lead to a Sooner score two plays later. Only a safety with 55 seconds remaining in the game kept the shutout as the win propelled the Sooners to a national championship. Most stunning loss. Nebraska 35, Oklahoma 31, November 25, 1971. So often you hear, this is the game of the century. And you start to wonder just how long a century really is. I mean, wasn't there just one a few years back? But this game, between these two classic teams, truly was the game of the century. And then it did the seemingly impossible. It lived up to the hype. It is still palpable today, watching the footage of the game, that this was college football's version of the Ali Frazier fight. The true battle of the heavyweights. And the game has stood the test of that enigma that we call time. Let me set the stage for you. The game of the century pitted number one versus number two. That season, there was, obviously, 16 first-team All-Big 8 players. On the field that day, 17 of them played. Number two, Oklahoma, entered the game 9-0. Number one, Nebraska, entered the game 10-0. On Thanksgiving Day, it was showtime. Number one, Nebraska versus number two, Oklahoma. The number one scoring offense, Oklahoma, scored 44.5 points per game, and they met the number two scoring defense, Nebraska, who allowed just eight points per game. Playing at home in the first quarter, Oklahoma punted, and Cornhusker Johnny Rogers fielded a punt at his own 28-yard line, returned it spectacularly for a 72-yard touchdown, one of the most iconic plays in the history of college football. In a furious fourth game, the teams marched back and forth all day. The Sooners led 31-28 with less than two minutes remaining. With 1.38 left in the game, Nebraska Jeff Kinney scored his fourth touchdown of the game to give Nebraska a 35-31 lead. Many who witnessed the game have suggested that had the Sooners had the ball with just a little more time, they would have scored. But special attention must be paid to two other games. Notre Dame 7, Oklahoma 0, November 16, 1957. You need to understand this game in its entirety. Back on September 26, 1953, Notre Dame defeated Oklahoma 28-21. Oklahoma tied the next game and then raced off to an NCAA record 47-game winning streak that spanned five years from 1953 to 1957. Number two, Oklahoma entered the game 7-0 
and were the two-time defending national champions. Notre Dame entered the game 4-2. and two. The previous season, Notre Dame had a losing season, had lost its previous two games, and were an 18-point underdog. Playing at Norman in front of over 63,000 fans, the game was scoreless with less than four minutes remaining in the game. Notre Dame faced a fourth-end goal at the Oklahoma three-yard line. Irish quarterback Bob Williams faced a dive in the end zone, pitched to Dick Lynch, who scored the stunning game-winning touchdown that marked the end of Oklahoma's 47 consecutive game-winning streak and provided a perfect bookend to a 48-game non-losing streak. And then there was Kansas 23, Oklahoma 3, November 8, 1975. It can be argued that in the annals of college football history, no score defied imagination more than this one, Kansas 23, Oklahoma 3. Number two, Oklahoma entered the game 8-0 on the heels of their 1974 national championship season, riding a 37-game unbeaten streak, a 28-game winning streak, and Barry Switzer, the coach, had yet to lose a game in his third season as coach, unbeaten in his first 30 games. Kansas entered the game 5-3, playing at Norman, Kansas quarterback Nolan Cromwell, who was the Big H leading rusher, led the Jayhawks' wishbone attack. Cromwell never threw a pass. Kansas led 73 at halftime, and then the unbelievable happened. The Jayhawks forced seven Sooner turnovers in the second half, eight for the game. All the more stunning, remember, this game was the ninth game of the 1975 season. This was the first time since 1966, 99 consecutive games, that Oklahoma had been held to less than seven points and was Oklahoma's first defeat since October 1972. Again, this was 1975. Most stunning tie. Oklahoma 7, Pittsburgh 7, October 3rd, 1953. Oklahoma entered the game 0-1. Pittsburgh was 0-1 and would go on to finish the season 3-5-1. Oklahoma, well, they would go on to run the table. Nine straight wins that season and then continue to win until the seventh game of the 1957 season, a 47 consecutive game winning streak. Best team. With seven national championship teams and two exceptional teams that did not win the national championship, this one is a very difficult call. There was the 1915 Oklahoma Sooners 10-0. Coach Benny Owens' team came storming out of the gates, starting the season with four straight shutouts by huge lopsided scores of 67-0, 55-0, 102-0, and 24-0. They ran the table that season, going undefeated untied. There was the 1955 Oklahoma Sooners 11-0. Coach Wilkinson's 1955 team led the nation in scoring, 35 points per game, total rushing offense, 329 yards per game, total offense, 411 yards per game, and was second in scoring defense, 5.5 points per game. They earned a berth in the Orange Bowl where they defeated Maryland 20-6. There was the 1971 Oklahoma Sooners 11-1. Coach Fairbanks' 1971 team finished number two in the final AP poll, losing only once in the game of the century, 35-31, to the eventual national champions, Nebraska Cornhuskers. His 1971 team had perhaps the most explosive running game in the history of college football, as their wishbone attack averaged an epic 472 yards per game, an unfathomable 6.6 yards per carry. Their two top rushers, Greg Pruitt and Jack Mildred, rushed for a combined 3,049 yards. The offense led the nation in scoring 44.5 points per game and yards per game 567. They earned a berth in the Sugar Bowl, where they defeated Auburn 40-22 to finish number two in the final AP poll. One can make the argument, albeit controversial, the greatest team in college football history was the 71 Nebraska Cornhuskers, and the second greatest team of all time was the 71 Oklahoma Sooners. One can argue that this was the greatest one-loss team in the history of college football. 
And then there was the 1974 Oklahoma Sooners, 11 and 0. Coach Barry Switzer's 1974 national championship team led the nation in scoring 43 points per game and was fifth in scoring defense, 8.4 points per game. Their dangerous wishbone attack rushed for 439 yards per game and amassed 508 yards per game with an equally dominating defense that was sixth in total defense, 232 yards per game. Aside from a 16-13 defeat of Texas in the Red River rivalry, no team got within two touchdowns of the Sooners that season. But we give the nod to the 1956 Oklahoma Sooners 10-0. The 1956 team was the split tee in its prime, as they led the nation in scoring 46.6 points per game, total offense rushing 391 yards per game, and total offense 481 yards per game. Their defense was second in scoring defense, 5.1 points per game, and total defense, allowing 193 yards per game. Nearly all of the key players from the 1955 team returned, including the Maxwell Trophy winner, running back Tommy McDonald, and the World the Camp Trophy winner, linebacker Jerry Tubbs. The team was dominating, as no team got within eight points of the Sooners that season, as they posted six shutouts. Best player. With seven Heisman winners and two exceptional players that did not win the Heisman, this one is a difficult call. But we give the nod to running back Greg Pruitt, 1970-1972. On October 23, 1971, running back Greg Pruitt rushed for 294 yards on only 19 attempts. Now, if you're counting, this is a 15 yards per carry effort in a 75-28 win over Kansas State. In 1971, Greg Pruitt rushed for an NCAA record 9.4 yards per carry and was second in the nation in rushing with 1,665 yards. To put this number in perspective, the year Barry Sanders rushed for 2,628 yards, he had 344 carries. If Greg Pruitt had 344 carries that season, he would have rushed for 3,234 yards that season, obliterating Sanders' record that obliterated all previous records. That year, Pruitt finished third in the Heisman Trophy balloting. He followed that campaign in 1972, finishing second in Heisman Trophy balloting. Greg Pruitt was a two-time consensus All-American, Greg Pruitt is in the College Football Hall of Fame. But attention must be paid to six other players. Running back Billy Vessels, 1950-1952. In 1952, running out of the split T formation, Billy Vessels rushed for 1,072 yards. That year, Billy Vessels was awarded the Heisman Trophy, marking the first 1,000-yard rusher to win the award. Billy Vessels is in the College Football Hall of Fame. There was running back Steve Owens, 1964-1969, in his career at Oklahoma. Owens set four Big 8 Conference school records. Steve Owens was awarded the 1969 Heisman Trophy. Steve Owens is in the College Football Hall of Fame. There was defensive end Leroy Selman, 1972-1975. Leroy Selman anchored the defensive line of the Sooners that won back-to-back national championships in 1974-1975. In 1975, Leroy Selman was a consensus All-American and won the Outland Award awarded to the nation's best interior lineman. Leroy Selman is in the college and pro football hall of fame. There was running back Billy Sims, 1975-1979. As a sophomore, fans got a glimpse of the electrifying running style of Billy Sims as he gained 44 yards on three carries for an eye-popping 14.3 yards per carry. In 1978, Billy Sims rushed for 1,762 yards and 7.6 yards per carry. He followed that campaign in 1979, rushing for 1,506 yards and 6.7 yards per carry. Sims was a two-time consensus All-American. Billy Sims was awarded the 1978 Heisman Trophy. Billy Sims is in the College Football Hall of Fame. 
There was quarterback Jason White, 1999 to 2004. In his career at Oklahoma, Jason White passed for 7,922 yards and 81 touchdowns. Jason White was awarded the 2003 Heisman Trophy. There was quarterback Sam Bradford, 2007 to 2009. In his career at Oklahoma, Sam Bradford passed for 8,403 yards and 88 touchdowns. Bradford was a consensus All-American. Sam Bradford was awarded the 2008 Heisman Trophy. There was quarterback Baker Mayfield, 2015 to 2017. In his career at Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield passed for 12,292 yards and 119 touchdowns. Mayfield was a consensus All-American. Baker Mayfield was awarded the 2017 Heisman Trophy. And then there was quarterback Kyler Murray, 2017 to 2018. In 2017, Kyler Murray passed for 4,720 yards and 45 touchdowns. Kyler Murray was awarded the 2018 Heisman Trophy. Rival, Texas Longhorns. The first Saturday of October, the Red River Classic is one of the top rivalries in college football. Ironically, it matches the team that invented the wishbone against the team that arguably perfected the wishbone. The rivalry dates back to 1900, where in the inaugural game, Texas won 28-2. Hullabaloo won. A most perplexing season, 1909. The 1909 team went 5-3 and was involved in a shutout in every game that season. They won five games by shutting out opponents 6 to nothing, 6 to nothing, 5 to nothing, 5 to nothing, and 27 to nothing. And then they suffered three shutouts by losses of 5 to nothing, 9 to nothing, and 2 to nothing. Hullabaloo 2. In 1916, the Sooners won consecutive games against Oklahoma Baptist and Southwest Oklahoma, 107 to nothing and 140 to nothing, posting back-to-back century marks. Hullabaloo 3. Controversy. Oklahoma versus Kingfisher College. In 1917, the Sooners defeated Kingfisher College 179 to nothing. In 1918, the teams didn't meet, but in 1919, the Sooners won 157 to nothing over Kingfisher College. The teams did not meet thereafter. Hullabaloo 4. Bookends to a 48-game non-losing streak. On September 26, 1953, Notre Dame beat the Sooners 28-21. The Sooners did not lose the next 48 games, including 47 straight wins. Then, on November 16, 1957, Notre Dame beat the Sooners 7-0 for the first loss in four years. Hullabaloo 5. The Selman brothers, Leroy, Dewey, and Lucius, played together on the defensive line in 1973. Oklahoma assistant coach Larry Lacewell traveled to Eufaula to recruit Lucius, and when he saw his brothers, coach Lacewell offered them all scholarships on the spot. All three brothers were All-Americans. Mascot. The Conestoga Wagon and its Ponies, Boomer and Sooner. They were first on the field in 1964. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.